This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Don't know what to do this week? How about reading some local love stories for Valentine's Day? Welcome to Life Picks, a weekly podcast by The Straits Times where we highlight the best films, concerts, restaurants, and arts events. I'm Melissa Sim and I cover the arts and with me today is Olivia Ho who covers books and the arts. Hello, Olivia. Hello. What we're going to do today is slightly different. It's a Valentine's Day special for Life Picks and um, we're going to be reading you some stories, some love stories. On Feb 10th, the Straits Times ran a love special in the Sunday Times and what we did was we asked some of our readers to write in and tell us short stories about love. Yes, so we got more than 150 stories, which Mm -hmm. uh, really astonished me because I honestly, I expected like to get a handful and then they would all be about the same thing, like getting a BTO. Uh, But, but, you know, Singaporeans have proved more romantic than I expected, you know, more into telling their stories. And so I was really, really impressed and uh, really grateful to everyone who wrote in. Yes, thank you so much for writing in. There were some really great stories. There were so many different types of stories. There were funny stories. There were really, really sad stories. There were poems. And we, out of the 150, what we did was we whittled it down to 15. Yes, which is very hard for for the editors. So, <laughs> Yeah, we did that and we published the 15 in Straits Times, Sunday Times. And so today what we're going to do is pick six for you out of those 15. And we'll do a quick reading and hopefully you enjoy it. So this first one is titled, It's the Little Things. Isn't it weird to date someone so short? She only comes up to your armpits, which must smell terrible. And don't you look pedophilic next to her? Yet, does dating someone shorter really change anything? You don't make a conscious adjustment. The body moves itself. One step lower on the escalator, and you're eye to eye, with room for another to pass. Side by side walking. One on the sidewalk, one on the gravel. Or one up on the ledge, Hopping parkour style from bench to berm. The important thing is, your hand in hand. In fact, isn't it a nightmare to date someone exactly the same height? Where do all the noses go? It just seems like a banging entanglement of elbows and knees. The human body's contours are protrusions and hollows, knuckles and notches. The pointy bits weren't designed to line up. Instead, I love how her neck knocks into the crook of my arm, how her crown nestles in the curve between my chin and Adam's apple. And how do these hypothetical same-heighted people deal with escalators? An awkward standing queue and chance to check your phone? A long escalator ride is a date. God, I love escalators. This was by Joshua Ip, a Singapore Literature Prize winner. Olivia? In sickness and in health. One day, after not hearing from Daddy for a few months, Mummy suddenly received a phone call from the witch. Mummy didn't even bother to greet her. She just listened silently as the muffled voice went on. You can't just return him as if he's some defective goods, she finally answered. But the witch did return daddy. He moved back to the family home eight months after he moved out of it, critically ill with terminal lung cancer. Daddy's condition was so bad he couldn't get out of bed. Mummy fed him in bed, sponged him and read to him, like what she did for me, as though daddy was now one of her children. One night, the entire extended family was summoned to daddy's bedside. I sat on Daddy's bed, holding his palm, which felt dry and cool. I didn't know how long we sat, waiting, as we listened for Daddy's wheeze and gasp after every long, still pause. Mummy swiped a piece of moist cotton across his lips every half hour. I yawned, laid my head on Daddy's chest, and closed my eyes. I could hear his heart beating slowly as I drifted off. 
That was by Vicky Chong, a recent graduate of LaSalle College of the Arts with a Master's in Creative Writing. Dinner for Two I never knew my father to be a passionate man. His flippant attitude was the underlying reason for my distancing myself from him in my years of growing up. Lips sealed, hands still, and eyes always looking out of the window. Recently, as part of the Aim for Zero campaign with Women's Rights Group Aware, a video about sexual assault made its way to my father's feed, with my face and my voice speaking about a fact unknown to him, a reality unfamiliar. Bursts of anger and harsh words escaped his lips. His rough hands clenched into fists, directed at the incident, but never at me. Why did you not say anything when it happened? I did not feel like I could. Silence followed. But this quiet was not accompanied by distance, nor blame, nor shame. Then we sat at the family table for dinner. The hand-prepared dishes were a mere taste of the depth of his love for this daughter he was seeing for the very first time. That was by Don Teo, who is a writer with a creative studio, and she was part of the Aware video. Still time. What I know to be true, after your liver cancer, parts of you weigh down the present. Dusty shoe cabinet, hairs in the drain hole, slippers in disparate directions. There is nothing that doesn't bring me back. Time threatens to rise up and float away. Floor mat, slightly askew, unread letters for you in the mailbox. Dead cockroaches huddled in forgotten corners of the flat. The funeral was over a month ago, my friends keep telling me. Because you hated cockroaches, I killed them for you, arraying them like a proud cat for your inspection. I still don't throw them away, the cockroaches. Maybe ants will carry them away. Crestfallen blanket on the floor, lust red pillows, water stains on the table from a weeping cup of ice. Maybe ants will carry me away. They tell me I still have time. There is time for future love. Framed pictures of your late parents on the wall. Say hello to them for me. Nobody is too old to meet somebody new, you said. A photo on my phone of two of us below a super tree at Gardens by the Bay. Your arm like a bracket over my shoulder. There is still time. That was by Cyril Wong, a Singapore Literature Prize winning poet and writer. Binary. I said to her, Binary star systems are born when one star gets close to another. Three things can happen. I took our wallets and put one in a distant orbit of the other. One is the detached orbit. Two stars orbit one another but do not interact. There is no intimacy, just an orbit out of convenience. Then there's the semi-detached orbit. I took her half-empty cup of Milo dinosaur and placed it near my own half-full one. I moved mine around hers. The stars get close, but one star is usually larger and has a stronger gravitational pull. It sucks up material from the other star. I emptied the contents of my cup into hers, which began overflowing, until one becomes a hollow, darkened shell, and the other becomes more massive and closer to implosion and collapse. Finally, there's contact! I took her hand in mine. Two stars dance in orbit, each one feeding the other, growing closer and closer until eventually they become one star, brighter and stronger than they were ever individually. Our eyes met electric. Then she said, No, I meant, what's your favorite star? Like Lady Gaga or Benedict Cumberbatch? That was by Sufian Hakim, who is an author of a parody called Harris Bin Potter and the Stoned Philosopher. Kites. 
A day does not end young. I let the road take me out of the park. Then comes the rustle of rain. A first miracle. I am not caught in it. A second miracle. To meet you with the minutes on the bus. You are on your way to work. At our fifth meeting, I describe your intense look, watching rain cascade on the window. You laugh. I have not felt that before. By noon, we are seeing each other a lot. I come to the shop where you work, and we have lunch. You mention a child at our thirty-fifth time. I say she must be lovely if she wears your eyes. By mid-afternoon, we live together, the three of us. She loves kites. How they spend their lives waiting for the right wind. The moon peeks in while I hold you. You ask for the eighty-third time how we could have met. Do I tell you today? That morning, I went to the park to die. My heart was broken irreparably. I wanted to see the world, dark as it was, differently. I would that the sunrise knew I could not afford it. Then I gave myself another chance. That was by Guili Sui, a poet. So those are our picks for the week. Thank you to Olivia for reading them with me, and thank you to all the writers who participated in this little、um, project、exercise. that we had. Yeah, <laughs> writing exercise <laughs> that we had. We even think some schools started participating, right? Yeah, that was pretty cute. We got、um, a lot from very young people, very teenagers. Yeah. So thank you all so much. This is Life Picks for this week. Till the next episode of Life Picks, go to the Straits Times for our gigs picks, food picks, arts picks, and film picks. That was an SBH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcast at sbh dot com dot sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes dot com and bt dot sg.